very fitting. <laughs> Crimes committed. Alrighty, we're gonna do a hard back out of that intro song. Uh, it's just really somber today. But I mean, looking outside this morning. What? what? I'm sorry. What was that? I fell asleep. <laughs> we came, you know, we came off of this uh, like polar vortex that's had everybody like, you know, stuck inside. So it's very bitter out. Anyway, I'm Patrick Ali. Uh, this is live on real estate, not you know American Idol or whatever I was playing there. Um, <laughs> I'm old enough to know who Queen is. Anyway. It's a comedy show. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and this is another episode of Live on Real Estate. Quickly approaching episode number 100. I know we keep doing a countdown every time, but it's exciting. It's exciting to have this. Uh, join with me, as always. Uh, just walked in, CP. Yeah, running late. What's but, going on? Uh, good to be here. Hello. Hello. What's going on? And then uh, today, actually, one of our other loan officers in the uh, the office, I would consider probably my best friend in the whole world, <laughs> uh, is Delaney Boone hanging out with us today. What's up, bud? Hello, everybody. <laughs> a little bit more talkative than last time. I like that. This is a good energetic opener. Sure. And he doesn't that, even drink coffee. Right, right. And then that uh, that that voice that you hear, uh, you know, speaking about Delaney there is Brett Maziag of a Colwell Banker. What's up, bud? Hey, how's it going? This is time number two for you, right? Or number two. The, number yeah, two? two? Okay. Well, that's good. Second time's a charm, I guess. I don't know. I think the first time was second's good. the best. Right, right. So we talked about some uh, some stuff last time. We're going to get into more things. I think last time you were here it was actually warm outside. Now it's cold outside. We're going to talk about nice. the changes. What's going on? So how's everything going, man? Uh, things are going well now. I mean, they're starting to pick back up. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of um, the end of 2018, uh, Delaney and I we were doing a lot of business together. I think we closed four yeah. in yep. December. Four, four in, in December. December. Yep. Mm-hmm. But overall, uh, sales were down <clears throat> in the market 18%, I think, from November to December. Whoa. And then kind of wow. what we'll talk about now um, or later in this podcast is um, how we kind of had that early start. Right. Um, mortgage applications were, were jump-starting, and then yeah. they kind of fell off through some inclement weather. And yeah. And uh, hopefully we'll bounce back here soon because, uh, pu- what is it, Punxsutawney Phil said early spring, mm-hmm. coming soon. So. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that. So the, I think the groundhogs <laughs> said it too, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean, let's just kind of hop into that because it's an interesting topic. So you're a groundhog. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy little tension on the podcast this morning. All right. All so right, let's all right. uh, let's hop into it though because I do want to talk about that. So uh, Jess actually was uh, was kind enough to get kind of an article that is showing that mortgage applications are down two and a half percent in the last week, right? And but what we're seeing is rates are still super low. Yeah. So one of the reasons why, and something that you mentioned before, and you can elaborate on it, is that you know I th- I think you're absolutely right. And December was really hot, and then we got into the new year, and we've had a lot of cold and weird right. weather. So not a lot of people are out there kind of shopping. Well, you got to put yeah. I mean, you got to put yourself in their feet. You know, if you right. were if you were shopping last year and you couldn't find what you wanted, right. You know, every year we get a new wave of buyers. Right. And if you were shopping last year, couldn't find what you want, you wait through the you waited through the um, winter, waited for the market to kind of refresh, get some new inventory. Yeah. And uh, you know, we're in the forties, early early January, and people are getting excited. They're getting right. out there. They're going to open houses and they're you know loan applications and they're getting ready. And then it snows a foot. Yeah. And then it snows another foot, and then it, and then we get some ice this morning. Right. You know, so it fell off. What did you say? Three three percent, two and a half percent, two and a half percent. Was you know, that? so 
Yeah. It'll probably jump back up but here it's, soon. But it's funny because I feel like it doesn't necessarily directly uh, directly correlate. It's like the one time we can say it doesn't correlate with rates, right? Because rates are still super low. Right. And when we talk about rates, you know, I, again, that's all based off your specific scenario. No two rates are alike. But, I mean, rates right now, I've seen them at 4.25 all the way up yeah. to like 5.375 is kind of the standard. Whereas a couple short months ago, it was, you know, 55 to 6% was kind of the standard and you could get a couple you know lower fives in there so that's at least what a, a half a percent right drop you yeah know? So right that's really great so. yeah i mean you know i i think that um no one ever wants to say rates drive anything right mm-hmm. we, we certainly don't like to say it around here right but the reality is they're they're awfully important yeah um yeah. more so than the weather in my book that's true <laughs> well do you notice that like when it gets when it gets colder i'm always uh, this is the kind of question i've ever asked before but i'm curious to know do you get a lot of first-time home buyers as it's colder, or are there a lot of people that are moving for maybe the second or third time? Um, you know, it depends. I yeah. think it really depends. You know, if the people that are coming out and, 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 and calling, you know, coming out to open houses, those are just the people that are active. Sometimes yeah. they're first-time home buyers. Sometimes they're people that have been looking for two years. You know, we're kind of, you know, Delaney and I, we're dealing with some people, you know, some clients yeah. right now that are, you know, they're, they're just starting that process, and they might be a little while off, yeah. you know, but... Um, I don't know if weather really plays, um, you know, plays into wh- what type of buyer yeah. is looking. Um, do you do anything the, different? I'm sorry to interrupt you, Brad. Do you do anything different? Like last week when it was below zero, did you do anything different? Did you, you know, maybe boost up your, you know, the social uh, media yeah stuff. social media things? Or did you send more properties to people? Or did you, you know, kind of try to prime them that says, hey, next week when, when it breaks, we're going to get out and look at these three homes? I found myself doing a lot of prospecting last week, yeah. <laughs> staying, right. inside, staying inside, yeah. not holding an open house, you know, right. because yeah. it, when it, when it, I mean, when it's negative eight, nobody's coming out. They're not right. going right. to come out. And when there's, you know, th- you know, four inches of snow, fresh snow, they're not going to be stomping into your house. And so... Um, yeah, I mean, prospecting is is kind of what I I, I spend a lot of time doing when it, when it gets cold, you right, know, yeah. and 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 the market isn't, you know, people aren't as active, so you got to get out there and kind of, you know, jumpstart that and help them. Well, and know. going back to your going back to your comment too about, um, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have, you know you've been working with for a couple of years. How do you keep those people engaged? You know, I, we have very specific ways that we do things when. You know, whether it's drip campaigns or like for us in this room, at least I know we're very big on just calling your clients, you know, calling people that are in your pipeline that may not have found a house yet. But just to keep them engaged with what's going on. How do do you do that? Are you calling? Yes. Similar thing. You know, we we have um, our CRM, you know, realist. And that kind of keeps us um, we we set schedules, um, follow up schedules. Um, and I, I keep all my notes in there so I can always, before mm-hmm. I call somebody back, you know, I can always follow up and, 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 and read back and see where we were. Yeah. And, you know, I usually, you know, when I first get a lead, you know, I usually talk to them, you know, the first day and then maybe a day or two later, depending on the situation. Um, and if something, if they're not quite ready, you know, maybe two weeks after that, chat with them again, yeah. see where they're at, you know, then maybe two months yeah. And um, and then after there, I, I usually don't go further than two months without talking with somebody. You know, right. I think that's a good that's a good buffer zone to kind of, you know, stay in touch and, and still at, you know, arm's length. But yeah. at least give them some space because buyers and, and, and sellers too, just people in general. I mean, you go to a store, you don't want people jumping all over you right. trying to get you to to buy something. 
Yeah. You know, I hate that. I hate going to the store and somebody's like, hey, can, can I help you? Yeah, I, I just got helped by this lady, but thanks. You know, you <laughs> Not know, so, to mention our van, but well, yeah. Yeah, we, get <laughs> we get it. You know, I like giving people some space and, and then you earn their, their respect and their yeah. trust that way. You know? and, and Delaney, talk about it too, because you both work together. So, I mean, is it something that you guys kind of worked out of how you plan your follow-up with your clients? Or are you just kind of doing it on your own based off of having a conversation? No, I mean, Brett and I are always communicating, you know, uh, we were just talking about a client this morning and, you know, I asked if he had followed up with him yesterday mm-hmm. and, and things like that. And he gave me some, you know, current information about that yeah. client. So I'll probably follow up with him in a, you know, a day or two and just, yeah. you know, touch base like he did, you know, but, and, and not, I, I mean, I was going to do that anyways, but I just thought, you know, we're always communicating with, with each other and, yeah. and, you know, definitely, uh, keeping in touch to, you know, make sure we're. Well, it's, in, it's, in, it's important, I think, anytime you, whether you have mutual clients together or you're building a relationship with somebody or you're already friends with somebody, I think the communication piece and the follow-up piece, not only with your, your partner that you're working with, but also your collective clients, just kind of tie in that, you know, we have, you know, we have that same more personal attention, but it does. It ties that in, I think, really nicely. And it allows, you know, if you call your client because Brett had a conversation with him and he gave you some information, you know, now you can talk about that more relevantly, you know, and it just gives, it keeps you prepared, I think. Yeah, it's super subtle, but it's important. And, yeah. you, you know, and, and you, you'd think that, you know, this is like, doesn't, it's so simple, it doesn't even need to be said, but the communication that you guys have and the follow-up plan that you put together, you know, I mean, it so easily could be screwed up, right? Mm, you right. call, you know, three minutes after Brett did and have no idea what was talked about. And, you yeah, know, I mean, you just yeah. come across like bumbling fools, yeah. you know, whereas it's so easy to have a nice follow-up system, yeah. communication with each other, you know, and, and kind of a rhythm to your cadence of, of follow-up. And, you know, it, it, it might go unnoticed. I mean, a client may not comment on it like, right. boy, you and Brett sure are lockstep. But, yeah. Right, right. You know, the good but, stuff goes unnoticed, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, but, but, but it's important. It really is. So. But when yeah. you make a fool of yourself and you're like, yeah, are you guys even talking to right. each other? Right. You know, you, your partners, but are you even <laughs> communicating? you even telling them what I'm talking to you about? Yeah. And you know, it's right. reputation. Right. You know? and, and, yeah. Brett and Brett and I, we don't make fools of ourselves. So No. No, <laughs> no, no that's rich. Now, I mean, is there anything specific that, that the both of you do? Um, and CP, you can even talk about your realtor partners that you work with that you do to drum up organic business. I think the hard part is, is a lot of times when you have initial, initially in the early stages of a partnership, people rely too heavily on like one thing or the other. Is there anything you're doing collectively that's drawing up, you know, your own sphere of influences? Um, Well, yeah, of course, networking events. And we're doing this, uh, we're doing, we've got some things in the works with uh, the DSO, the Detroit Mm -hmm. Symphony Orchestra. And, you know, I have the connection there with Amanda playing flute and, um, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people, you know, the newer musicians, when they come, right. they're unfamiliar with the area. They don't right. know what they should be paying. Yeah. They end up paying like twenty six, twenty seven hundred bucks a month. Really? In rent? Wow. In rent? Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. in Midtown, it's like yeah, cause you could be mo- downtown. Yeah. Right. And you and, and you could be purchasing a home for that. Right. You know, yeah. and so we're kind of putting some things together to kind of um, kind of like a welcome package yeah. you know, for for the newer musicians and, and, and staff. Um and, and it's just going to be helpful, you know. So we got we got to take it to HR, and HR is going to approve it. They'll approve it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we'll probably do a little ad as well um, to kind of um, accompany that. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, another thing we do are open houses. Every open house I hold, I'll, I'll invite Delaney along. Yeah. And really, you know, real estate business now, a lot of things are done online. You know, buyers are searching on their own on Zillow. Right. They're on Realtor. 
it's not like in the old days where if you saw a house for sale, you'd call up the agent or the number on the sign and right. you know, what's this? Right. What's it listed for? Yeah. What's what's the uh, square footage? How many? You know, people already got all that online, so it's it's not as easy um, to to dig up that organic business. You know, so you kind of got to be creative. So mm-hmm. I think this thing with the DSO is going to be a really a really great uh, great way for us to kind of. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, you think about it, and you you just use the word business a couple of times, and and what's been rattling around my head lately is the realtor's approach to business, how you view yeah. you, what you do as a business, yeah. and you know, taking something that probably for most, certainly for me, wouldn't be the first thing that jumps off the page, like hmm, you know, the DSO is probably an untapped market, but I'm sitting here thinking like, but that's brilliant, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The DSO is a totally untapped market, and there's yeah. probably seven thousand other untapped markets. That if we sat here long enough, we could think of them and talk right. about them and put a plan together for them. But that's that's what exactly what you have to do. Well, yeah, and it's like a, a lot of you know larger um, you know companies, whether it be the DMC, yep. you know, mm-hmm. a lot of these people or, or or any of the big three, they work with um, relocation departments. Yep, right. So they find they get their lenders, they get their agents and whatever. Um, musicians, they don't they don't have the reload department. Right. They might be coming from a part time gig in. Austin, Texas. Right. They might be coming from the East Coast, the West Coast, and they come here and they don't have any 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 knowledge, any resources, nobody to kind of help them with that. Right. So I mean, may, things go well at the DSO. Maybe we go to the Opera House, you know. Yeah. And if right. Things, you know, Opera House. I mean, I'm sure we'll find other opportunities. But I think it's a, like you said, Chris, a, an un, an untapped market that yeah, people yeah, aren't yeah, really. Yeah, I agree. I like musicians I like in general are you know pretty. Uh, Pretty cool, right? Well, they're cool for sure. Very, very cool. <laughs> All right. But they're also oh, not, you know, they're also, you know, a little, what is it? Is it left brain, right brain? I, mean, I don't know. But they're, you know, they're, yeah. they're okay. a different, well, different breed. For any for anybody out there, <laughs> our fearless leader, CP, here has a band, and they're having, they have a, uh, a CD release party coming up. When uh-huh. is, when's a CD release party? Boy. Uh, it's February 23rd. Okay. And yep. and where where is it at? Uh, it is at... Uh, a place called Otis Supply in Ferndale. Okay, tickets. Very, very cool venue. Tickets are three hundred bucks deposited to me yep. and yeah. Delaney, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and we'll pay it off. No, uh, Brett was th- taking notes. He just scribbled it out. Right. No, but <laughs> but it's cool though. I mean, as a musician yourself, I mean, there's there's things that you got to think about. I mean, you've you've been on had the opportunity to kind of travel around and stuff like that. I mean, it, I feel like it really could be tough. You know, especially in the early stages of being a musician, mm-hmm. to like find you know number one the important people that you need to talk to, the, the ones that are the actual professionals, but also the the right information. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that that's probably the hardest key. That'll be it. part of this package. I mean, it's it. of course, it'll be, you know, I'll have a little brochure on, you know, Coldwell Banker and myself, and Delaney will have one on Hall, yeah. Hall and himself. And then there's, um, you know, some tabs that give you information about, um, you know, if you're working in Detroit, there's a Detroit city tax, yeah. you know, right. some people don't know that, right. You know, it gives you attractions, um, museums and well, a bunch of, a bunch of really great resources. And then we throw in some magazines like uh pure Michigan. Yeah. Uh, there's even, I think there's like a craft brewery beer the, oh, magazine. Cool. You got the Detroiter in there too. I think the Detroiter. Uh, oh, uh, visit Detroit, visit yeah. Detroit's a magazine. Okay. And then, um, I think it's Detroit experience factory or something like that. They're on Monroe. Yeah. Um, downtown and they put out a, a map so it's a map of they have a map of corktown midtown new center downtown right. riverfront and then all the little attractions you know in those different um neighborhoods that's so cool. yeah, yeah i mean that that's cool. yeah that is a great a really great yeah. resource that's good and let me so uh, a question i have for you and, and this is kind of like a forward question but why is it important to your business to have 
a co-branded or a lender attached to it. What what's the reason why you would have, you know, a lender attached to all of your marketing? Well, you know, I like having you know Delaney and I. You establish a relationship, mm-hmm. and you and you start to understand how um, you know everybody works at their own pace, mm-hmm. and everybody works. Um, each company, each lender, they have yeah. different a different process and how um, to go about things. You know, we did our our mer- uh, mortgage on our home with with Hall, and I really you know enjoyed the process. and And from there on, I was like, I'm sold. You know, yeah. I, I did some. I, you know, I've done business with other lenders as well. Yeah, right. Um, don't hate me for that. No, no, no. We don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you know, I, I, you know, especially you know, I always refer um, Hall just because, and, and Delaney as well, you know, because I know he works really fast, and it's yeah. great to kind of establish that relationship between um, lender and realtor, right? Work referrals back and forth, and then also, yeah. um, you know, you you have a rapport with each other, and you can right. pass that along to your clients and say, hey, look, you know, I stand for this guy. You know, yeah. he, I, I know he does good work, right? Um, you know, so they're kind of a reflection of yourself. Right. You know, so when you find a, a, a lender and a company that can, um, you know, works the same way you do and can right. res- represent yourself the way that you represent right. yourself, you know, it's always great to kind of build those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, you said it. Um, and no matter what, you, Brett, the realtor, are always going to be the most important front-facing person right. with the client in that regardless of, you know, I mean, if the experience is wonderful, you're going to get most of the credit. And if it if it's not, if it's rocky, even if it has nothing to do with you, it's a reflection on you. You said that. And, sure, and it's sure. extremely, extremely important. And I don't know that, you know, everybody quite always gets that. Right. You know? Well, and, and you're absolutely right on the, uh, the factor that I think it also, uh, here's my opinion on it. It's somebody in your corner when yeah. you need yeah. them. You know what I mean? It's somebody in your corner when you need them. It's, it's somebody that if you get backed up, you know, in a corner by a client and say, hey, what are, you know, what's the rate going to look like on my loan or what do I need? You have that person you can say, hey, listen, I do real estate. They do mortgages. And because that's what I tell my, everybody that I work with. Oh, I said, I'm, I'm not a realtor. Yeah. I don't claim to be a realtor. I'm not going to act like I'm can a Can you imagine if you had to play, you know, both, both cards? Both, yeah, 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 yeah right. absolutely. Gosh. So it's it's somebody in your corner. It's somebody to help you with your business. You know, it, past clients is one thing we're really big on is just touching base and saying hi. Because, you know, once you do so many transactions throughout the year, everybody wants to say that, you know, I focus 100% on every transaction that I do. But once you build up a nice, you know, book of business, there are some people that you're like, oh, you know what? Shoot, that person's birthday was yesterday, and I missed the the memo because I had other things to do. So it's just I think it's cool to have somebody there to kind of guide you when you need it and have somebody to teach you know, about your side of the business sure. as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So um, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on what the future is going to look like. What is 2019 going to look like for real estate, for you personally? I'm getting married this year. Nice. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yeah, so there's true. that. I mean, that's the biggest thing, you know, and a couple of my buddies were awesome. getting married as well. So, um, um, yeah, you know, aside from a few vacations, honeymoons, this yeah. sort of thing, you know, it's it's going to be, you know, boots on the ground business. You yeah. Know? And, and I like that. Yeah, because I never really thought of it as business because I like what I do, you know, right. so it's just right. And, right. and it's kind of just me, you know, I just but I yeah, that kind of came out naturally business. It is it is a business and I never I haven't really ever looked at it that way. Yeah. Um, it's just how can I grow myself? But right. um, anyway. Um, and help others grow as well. That's yeah. also important because that's part of y- y- you can't grow if others aren't growing. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, in relation to um, real estate, 2019, you know, spring is coming. Yeah. Um, 
winter's coming. No, yeah, spring right. is coming. <laughs> Game of Thrones is coming. That Game of Thrones um, is coming back. Anyway, I, I digress. I keep going. <laughs> I keep getting off track here. Um, but yeah, so spring's coming. You know, <laughs> people are going to be back in the market. They're going right. to be buying mm-hmm. soon. Uh, the ones that we're working with now, you know, um, you, you're kind of incubating the, uh, these these leads, but um, we're going to see it pick up here. Um, my prediction is um, overall we've kind of had, uh, we're kind of starting to plateau, you know, 2016, yeah. 2017, a lot of growth, even even 2015, it was, it was, it almost spiked, you know, and, yeah. and now we're starting to curb off and everybody who could afford to buy in. Um, bought in when they, you know, in in the past couple of years, and and some people were priced out. Yeah. Now these, um, you know, first time the first time home buyers, um, but more so, I think I think we'll see some first time home buyers this year more than last year. But I think more this year than first time home buyers will be move up millennials. Yeah. You know, mm. so we'll see, you know, people that had bought their first home, you know, maybe six years ago, seven years ago, uh, 2011, when they were first time home buyers right. and it was cheap. Yeah. You know, they could yeah. get in cheap. They bought, you know, I've, the numbers on this other one I'm I'm going to list soon is unbelievable what they bought it for back in, you know, 2011 and now that they're now what they're selling it for. But um, this is Detroit real estate. Mm-hmm. So it right. was a wild west. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think we'll see some move up, um, some move up millennials, older millennials um, buying their second home. I think I saw, I saw a stat on Realtor.com. It said 40% of the mortgages um, written in 2019 will be to millennials. So I thought that was, wow. you know, that kind of speaks to yeah. that. You know, yeah. it's a growing market, <clears throat> and I don't, I don't see a slowdown. I mean, we'll, overall, yeah, yeah, okay, but I think business is still going to be strong, and, and the yeah. market's still going to be strong, yeah. and I don't think there's. Um, any sign of a, a recession or, or in the market no, or that sort no. of thing. People, people are always moving. I mean, people yeah. are always going to need somewhere to live. They're always going to, um, you know, whether it's rent or buy. I mean, obviously, our, our objective at the end of the day is to kind of fight the same battle of, listen, rent is the same as buying a right. house. The only element that separates you from renting versus buying is talking to a professional talking to a professional real estate right. agent and understanding what your options are. Yeah. And, you know? and and real estate isn't like uh it's not like a fad. It's not like a product that comes and goes and no, people are right. all about it. You know, right. there's only so much land to be had, right. you know, <laughs> in the world, yeah. you know. So, it's always in demand and it's just um, you know, it's just when people are, you know, wh- where are they at in life, you yeah. know. So, it, it's not like there's any there's some outside um factors that kind of control right are you guys playing footsies what's going no, on there? He no no the, i he just kicked, kicked, the, the, table. He kicked I, the desk i'm good for one loud banger yeah so there's you know there's there's Speaking things that, uh, you know with that loud bang you know when you go see pizzoli there oh, at, at that the, band uh, opening at yeah. the band opening yeah. you know, oh yeah album release he plays one mean cowbell i'm just gonna all right, back to you. <laughs> yeah, pl- I mean, really? <laughs> Where was I? We're off the rock. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. So, uh, you know, I, what I want to do is I want to make sure that everybody out there understands one thing is that, it, and I say this every week, I feel like having uh, yourself uh, a conversation with a uh, professional real estate agent, not Zillow, not Realtor.com, not Movado, um, and having yourself a conversation with uh, a professional mortgage person, not you know, whatever online source vehicles that yeah. shoot up in the sky, mortgage.com. Yeah, we'll right. talk yeah. about that. <laughs> Anyways, because <laughs> those it, are it just, crazy. You got, you got to, you got to have, you got to have a good team element. I think that that's a whole, to wrap everything up into one is that having a team behind you and having uh, a structure of 
this is, you know, this is my go-to and this is my go-to. And, and I know that I can sit back, relax, close on my home with no issues and very carefree, mm-hmm. I think is, is ultimately the most important thing. It yeah. so is. And, you know, just in, in your world, Brett, the Zillow and, and, and all these sites, right? I don't, I don't really need a realtor. I can just look on here and I'll right, get everything right. I need. And it's the same thing on mortgages. Oh, look, there's a mortgage rate calculator for me right there. And oh, <laughs> you know, I use, uh, I use what is it, uh, to get my credit, credit karma. I know yeah. my own credit score. And it's like, that stuff is all not accurate. Right. Right. I mean, it just right. flat out isn't accurate. So. Right. Because right. so. there's, there's what, what are the three main um, creditors where you where you pull the scores? And like Equifax got, uh, and TransUnion, yeah. Equifax, and, and Experian. Experian. Yeah. And a lot of times... That's not. I mean, I didn't hear you say credit karma. No, I didn't hear no. that. Well, here's the thing: is that you know, there's one. Yeah, that's true. And it's also good to talk with a lender if you've got bad credit or right. you need to figure it out. You know, yeah, talk yeah. with an advisor. How Actually, do you work that out? That brings right. up a good point. So I had somebody on Facebook that I knew a long time ago, and they were asking the question of, you know, I need to bring my, I need to work on my credit. Does anybody know anyone that works in credit restoration? And I, I commented on there, and I said, you know what? Listen, I'm a loan officer. I don't do credit restoration. However, I do have sources that I can utilize to help get you a good game plan. And then somebody else underneath it, you know, like a, tr- a troll just blew me up and said, well, you don't want to do that because they want you to dispute everything. No. Or no, they want you they want you to pay everything off and you might not have money. You can go ahead and dispute it and then you can ask the, the creditor that's, to have all the stuff. That's not the plan. That's, no. like, that's like the worst thing you <laughs> right, can do. Yeah, and right, that, exactly. that goes into misinformation to like the 10th degree is that, you know, disputing things on your credit report can hurt you to get qualified for a mortgage. Yeah. Uh, having, yeah. you know, collections on your account can disqualify you. That's a reality. Oh, yeah. um, however, there are opportunities and there are avenues that you can take to better your situation without going to, you know, they used, the big one used to be Profina was like huge right. in the early 2000s where they just kind of jam everything together and they want you to dispute everything and they get attorneys of all. It's just too much. Yeah. You know, so right. that that's like a perfect in that's a perfect example of um, having somebody that's professional versus having somebody that saw on you know. And that kind of sounds like a that kind of sounds like a shortcut, right? Yeah. You know, and and, and in the long run, you take exactly. it, you take you know you, you you do things the right way. Your your credit, you're going to rebuild your credit opposed right. to just patch it up. Yep. Yeah. You know, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So the point is, is we're going to get your info here in a second. Mm. Pick up the phone, people, and call. And then, you know, Delaney, I'm going to make you give your info, too. So I want people to pick up the phone and call. All right. Okay. So, Brett, give us your info. Let us know, uh, you know, phone number, email. Address. Sure. So Brett Maciag with Coldwell Banker. Uh, my phone number is uh, 734-778-9619. Um, and you could find me online. Uh, you just search the hashtag uh, sold by Brett. There is another guy in Minnesota, so he's not the real sold by Brett. That's I'm the real sold by Brett. So uh, <laughs> that's <awesome>. the original, <laughs> right? right. Yeah. And, and the uh, the not so better half because I like Brett more than yeah. you. Give us your info. I, too, I do too. I, I actually Delaney like helped me find the, the kitchen for some coffee yeah. this morning. Which so. We found out non pixelated <laughs> mugs are the way to go. Yeah, yeah that's right. Delaney, give um, us your info. As well. Yeah, so Delaney Boone, of course, with Hall Financial. Uh, my direct number is two four eight five nine zero. 0147 and you can always email me at dboon at hallfg.com awesome awesome well brett thank you so much for hanging this out this is with a us. lot of fun thanks, thanks for having you. me delaney yeah. it's always fun with this brett. was a long one this was yeah we're, we're at 27 minutes wow yeah. Yeah. yeah i thought it was like a 30 minute show yeah. right right and then longest CP. show ever right yeah. <laughs> cp as always it's a it's a mess in here buddy it's, it's time this to count as two episodes this counts as two episodes <laughs> all righty and i'm patrick ali that's another episode in the books for live on real estate we will see you next time see ya